Welcome into Success by Design. I am Wendy Navarro with Navarro Creative Group, and uh, I am your host for this business podcast. The reason I approached uh, wanting to do Success by Design was a number of reasons. I've been a small business enthusiast and advocate for over a dozen years. And what I find is that so many businesses have a great story to tell, but so many don't have that platform to tell it. So I thought, you know what? In our community of Sumner County and Middle Tennessee, I want to highlight and put a spotlight on some of the amazing business owners and businesses who are doing great things here in our own community. So with that, let's get started. Welcome into Success by Design, a business podcast on the WHIN Podcast Network. Now, here is the founder and CEO of Navarro Creative Group, Wendy Navarro. Welcome back to Success by Design. We are so happy to have you with us today for our second um, podcast and where you can listen at whinradio.com, whin radio on Apple Podcast and SoundCloud and Navarro Creative Group. Dot com. So today we're going to be talking about holiday marketing and it is October. So hopefully many of you have already started that holiday marketing uh, push. But if you haven't, we have four great strat- strategic tips that will help you to uh, get started, get going and move you forward so that you can have the best holiday season ever. So, but before I get to all of that, I want to ask Zach, our uh, radio guy here, our radio extraordinaire who makes everyone sound great. Uh, how was your weekend, Zach? It was good. It was very busy. It was very busy, but it was good. Yeah. Well, guess what I got to do last week? What did you get to do? I got to drive 33 hours. Yeah. Two oh. two-day trips to Colorado Springs, where we took our oldest son, who will be starting a new job. Um, out there in Colorado Springs, and we're very excited uh, for him. Of course, my face was as puffy as your bird <laughs> um, because I was crying half the way home oh, and man. half the way there. Yeah, I was about to say you're crying probably because of the drive back, though. I mean, <laughs> 33 hours, so it was 18 and a half. It was 18 and a half hours Ugh. each way, so it was grueling. And uh, driving in a in a rental truck for moving is uh, not the most comfortable ride. So I made my 14-year-old sit in there with my husband. <laughs> yeah, their seniority <laughs> I, I took over there. You better believe it. Mom said that's when that comes into play. <laughs> but I was thinking as we were taking Quentin, um, you know, 23 years old, right out of college, and he's taken this job out in Colorado Springs, 1,500 miles away from home, knows no one, um, knows nothing about Colorado Springs, uh, doesn't know much about the company that he's worked for, except for the research that he had done prior to accepting the job. And I thought, you know, when I was 23 years old, would I have had the guts, the bravery to do that? Would I have moved that far from home all alone? And I think, you know, as entrepreneurs, I think that's one of the things that we do, though. We go out there and we take risks and we take chances. And um, we don't always 
think about consequences because we're thinking about the great end of what we want to accomplish. And that grand vision is what really pushes us pushes us along. And I think that, um, you know, even though he's working for another company, he has that entrepreneurial spirit, spirit, that journey is what's really driving him. Mm-hmm. And I can't be more proud as a mother of him for doing that. But I also thought that's one of those lessons in life. And it's it's a perfect tie into entrepreneurship because, you know, there's a saying that we always say is that the greatest rewards are outside of your comfort zone. Mm. And I think, you know, that was a perfect example of that. And I'm hoping that we can share more moments like that on this podcast with our with our listeners and just really inspire people to go for it and to move forward. And if you have a dream, don't let your fear stop you. Mm. Don't let the fact that maybe you don't know everything right now stop you because you can learn, but you have to have the drive to take the risk and make the jump to That's go do it. That's how this podcast started, correct? That's exactly right. Yeah. I, I knew nothing about podcasting. I'm relying on you right? to help me There's along. There's a scary jump right there. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I have every faith in you, and so far, so good. You've not, not led me astray, so I appreciate it. But yeah, I just thought, you know, what a wonderful, wonderful experience and a wonderful um, uh, moment to remember and recognize as, as entrepreneurs that just go for it. Mm. Yeah, I mean, really, that's that's half of that's almost in anything, not just in business, right? Just anything in life. Anything you want to you want to change? You gotta you gotta take that first step. The first step always happens. And we were talking about this too off air before yeah. we where I I am a classic case of looking at the finish line. Yes, but not the detail oriented part of everything. I just assume that's going to happen and then go to right to the end almost. And yeah. you know, it's it's a good thing to have because you find that will. But you know, it's like you said, you, you got to make those small steps first to take that big leap. You do. And a lot of times that's part of the learning process. You and I are very much the same in that way. I'm a big picture person. I had to learn over the years, and I'm older than 23, um, (laughs) that, you know, those details do matter. And that actually is a great segue into what we're going to be talking about today in the holiday marketing, because you need to make those steps, plan those steps and plan the strategies to make your holidays the best season for you in this fourth quarter, which most businesses, it's going to be 50% or more of their total um, uh, uh, gains Mm -hmm. for the year. So with that, I want to go ahead and start talking about that. And right now, guess what? We are close to Halloween, right? Who's thinking about Christmas? Well, know what? 40% of consumers are thinking about Christmas. 40% of consumers have already started their holiday shopping. So if you are a business and you think that nobody is thinking about Christmas right now, or is going to step into your store or want to know about what's happening in your store for the holidays, think again, because people are out there already shopping, and you need to get on the goal on the go. So let's talk about four tips for a great holiday marketing strategy. The first step, you have to set goals. You have to know what your numbers are going going to be or what you want those numbers to be. And you need to be able to compare them to last year. We shouldn't be status quo when we're in business. Our main priority is to make money so that we can continue to do what we love to do. So if you're not making money, step back and reevaluate because you need to be making money. Otherwise, you're going to close your doors. And that's the simple fact of it. So before you begin executing your marketing, it's essential to set your holidays, your holiday goals. And one formula that I really love to use is using SMART goals. 
And SMART goals, you can find it on the internet. You can go out there. You can go to our website and uh, actually do a download of a, a nice little cheat sheet. But that means your your goals have to be specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and time focused. You can't just say, "I have a goal of uh, of making more money this Christmas." That doesn't mean anything. That's not going to help you with your goal. It has to be, what do you want to make over last year? Um, when do you want to make it by? Is it attainable? Is it achievable? Or is it, you know, a fluffy goal? Don't make it fluffy. Make it realistic. And then you want to um, refine your ideas using these goals and define your purpose. And then with that, you want to shed light on what marketing messages and avenues that you need to focus on. Where are your customers living? Are they online? Are they in, uh, in uh, you know, in your store? Are they passing by your store? Is it foot traffic? Are they looking at your website? Um, where are your customers living? Are they newspapers? Maybe they're baby boomers, like we talked about in our last podcast. And baby boomers read um, newspapers, they read magazines, and they are also watching television. So maybe that's where they are. So you need to make the determination about where your customer lives. And then also use your time and resources wisely and follow how successful your marketing strategy is so that next time and next holiday, you can uh, re- re- uh, readjust and revamp. So that's, that's your number one goal. Then the number two is preparing your content. I can't tell you how many times I sit down with a potential new client and they tell me that they don't have any content or they don't have any marketing ideas or they don't have a plan or strategy or goal. And I think, you know what, what you're doing is you're kind of going off the cuff. And when you go off the cuff with your marketing goal, guess what's going to happen? You're going to waste your money and it's not going to go well. So if you have a plan, you're spending your money wisely and you're able to establish your goal. So preparing your content is part of that. And a content calendar is a great way to do that. It allows you to uh, determine what you want to discuss uh, during a week. Maybe there's a specific day that's, you know, pet friendly day or something like that. And you're a shop that has pet products. Well, you need to be marketing on pet friendly day so that people who are looking for that information will find you. So by having a content calendar, you pre-plan your scheduled messages, your scheduled marketing materials um, and platforms and how you're going to get that message out there. And then um, it gets pushed out automatically because you're scheduling it. You're not trying to do it every day. If you're online every day for more than 30 minutes on your social media or doing your email, then you're wasting your time because I bet you're also getting sucked in because that's what social media will do to you. That's what being online does to you. You get sucked in, you get taken someplace else, and then you really forget about what your goal was. So by having a content calendar, you're able to keep yourself on task. Um, this year, Navarro Creative Group is creating an annual 2020 content calendar. It will give some great ideas for blogs. It'll give some great ideas for messages. It'll give national holidays, um, fun ones, interesting ones, national campaigns, things that you can tap into for your specific marketing. And it's going to be free. You'll be able to pick, uh, get get to it from our website online, navarrocreativegroup.com. All we ask is for your email. That's it. 
And then from there, you can go at it. And we'll be talking more about how to use the marketing calendar. And of course, if you have questions, you're always welcome to ask us. You can uh, go on to winradio.com, pull down the menu item, and then it will click over to our website where you're going to be able to ask questions. Yeah, that'll be on the podcast. So you'll click on WHIN Radio and then click the podcast banner and then click Success by Design. Perfect. That's where you're here. Exactly. Exactly. Wonderful. Thanks for that. Okay. And then um, the third thing you want to do is that you want to advertise. Now, people think that advertising is an expense. Well, I guess on the budget line, it is an expense, but guess what? It's an investment. If you're not investing in your business and you're not advertising, you're not marketing, you don't have a website, then what you're doing is you're essentially saying, hey, I'm going to be found, but I really don't know how people are going to find me. So you have to advertise. If you have special events that are going to be happening in your store, then you need to be advertising those events online, whether it's using your social media or if it's using your website. Using social media is a great tool to market events. I cannot tell you that um, how many times that I have told uh, clients, and we've proven over and over again, that using a Facebook ad is one of the best ROI that we get when done right for a client. It is the least expensive, best extent, uh, best reach um, and engagement for clients when we plan their uh, events ahead of time. We don't do things willy-nilly. We're not going to do things at the last minute because that's not going to help. We need to plan. But Facebook ads are a great way to get information out to your audience um, about what it is that you are going to be doing for the holidays. Do you think people get nervous, though, when they think about, because it's such a new medium, right? Mm-hmm. The advertising on Facebook and social media, uh, and because we deal with this, too, at WHI and Radio. Um, people almost get nervous about the social media aspect of advertising because it's so vastly different. Because you are talking to a computer, for the most part, when you're talking, instead of a advertiser or anything like that, or an advertisee, really. Yeah. You know, it, it is kind of strange. I always wonder if people, you know, in your line, too, because you see it so much, mm-hmm. uh, do do they get nervous when talking about that because it's such a new medium, especially if they're, you know, as we talked about last podcast, the baby boomer? Yeah. Well, I think people get nervous because of two reasons. One reason is because they don't know their demographic. If you don't know your demographic, you're going to be nervous about putting out any kind of advertisement out there because you don't know whether or not your demographic is at the lives at the place that you're trying to reach. So on Facebook, the beauty of it is that you can dwindle down your demographic by zip code, by area, by whether or not somebody spends money on an American Express black card. I mean, it gets that uh, that, that, uh, detailed, detailed, you know, and, and if you know your demographic, you're going to be able to reach the audience that you're looking to reach. Now, the, the other reason is that they don't just don't have the time and they don't take the time to really understand how to do it right. Now, Facebook ads, there are eight different options on Facebook ads, including, uh, you know, what are called carousel ads, video ads, uh, you know, a stagnant picture ad, you know, all these different things. And if you're not, Uh, familiar with those, yeah, it can get overwhelming. And that's why people come to us at Navarro Creative Group, because we can help them and and understand it better and then help them by walking through the process and actually setting it up for them. But if you don't know something, of course, you're going to get nervous about it. And especially if it's a new medium. So uh, 
people need to just start kind of, you know, well, you're here now, you're listening to this podcast. So that means you obviously want to know more about how to do your marketing and how to be a business, be successful in business. And we want to help you along with that. So kudos to you for listening, right? (laughs) Right. Okay, then we have the fourth step, we want to increase exposure and increasing exposure. This is what I think a lot of people forget. You have so many avenues now for your exposure exposure online, in addition to having the traditional mediums for marketing. So online, we have not only uh, Instagram, Facebook, uh, LinkedIn, we have uh, your website, your email, you have Twitter, you have all of these different things. Now, I am not saying that everyone needs to be on every platform. As a matter of fact, I would suggest most people not be on every platform because then it becomes overwhelming. Mm-hmm. It's too much. So what you do need to be on, number one, Facebook. Everyone has to have Facebook because most people are on Facebook. Number two, have your uh, Instagram account linked to, f- to your Facebook account because you do have two different demographics there. Um, if you're 35 and older, you're going to be on Facebook. If you're 35 and younger, you're going to be on Instagram. But guess what? When you do a Facebook ad on um, on Facebook and you have it linked to your Instagram, it's free advertisement on your Instagram. You're not paying additional money to have that ad go out on go out on Instagram. So why not do it? You know, that's additional exposure for you. Then you have your email. Everyone should have an email list, and the email list are people who have already said that they are interested in your product and have given you valuable information, their email, in return for valuable information that you send out to them because they're interested in what you have to say or what your products that you have to sell. That You know, what you're talking about too is, is missed opportunities. Yes. Uh, it, because so many businesses do have the resources where they already give their emails up. They already give those things out. Like you're saying, they, they've already signed up in some way for your product. And a lot of businesses, especially in this area, miss out on those opportunities of follow-up sales or follow-up just marketing on your own side. You don't even have to pay for that most of the time. You can just set up up uh, an account to send yep. email blasts and things like that. Um, so that's a that's a really good point. Absolutely, and 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 they're all tied together because uh, Mailchimp, for example. So, so we have usually about three, you know, main competitors. You have Mailchimp, Constant Contact, and Emma. Right. We like Mailchimp a lot because Mailchimp you can send out up to twenty two hundred or twenty five hundred emails a month, and it's free. Mm. So you're not having to pay to send those out every month, even if you're not using it. However, I want you to use it. But by sending out emails, you are getting in front of the people who have already said that they're interested in what you have to sell or Mm. what you have to say. So use that email list. Have it uh, integrate with your website because when you do that, you're not having to manage anything on it. Your website has already, you know, taken that information. It's integrated with, say, MailChimp. And when it's integrated, um, people have an option of, uh, you know, opting out if, if they don't want to use the, you know, don't want to be on your email list anymore, which is actually, I'm going to say this right now. It's really important because being able to opt out of an email list mm-hmm. keeps you off of the spam filters and out of the spam uh, legalities because there are certain laws that say you can't spam. Mm-hmm. And as businesses, we don't want to spam. We don't want to be reported as spamming because guess what? You can be, you know, hit with a hard fine on that. Well, plus too, it's a, it's a real 
real negative. I mean, you, you get a negative connotation with your business because that's – and this is what, really the whole goal of what you're talking about for holidays, especially right now, the, the bulk of advertising. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be that person that's sending out – a ton of emails and then you're all over the place and everyone's hearing it because they almost will get turned off on that idea. Yeah, you don't want to send out an email every week. You want to send out an email maybe every other week or every month. You want to send out an email when you have useful information for the end user, something that is valuable to the people who have already said that they want valuable information from you because they've given you valuable information and again their email. I don't give my email out to everyone and I won't give my email out to everyone only for those businesses or those organizations who I find their information is valuable and I want to stay up to date on it. And if I don't get it, then I have that fear of missing out, right? I have the FOMO. Mm -hmm. So if I have fear of missing out, I'm going to be looking for those emails. Yes, emails get congested. Yes, people have so much coming in their inboxes. But if they've already said that they are going to be looking for your email, then make sure that you're using it and giving them the value that they ask for. Mm -hmm. Then on um, the other part of that is you want everything to link together. You want everything to be branded similarly across all of your platforms. If you have one message on your website, you have one message on Facebook, and you have one message coming through your email, and they're all kind of distorted and don't really mesh, then you're confusing your customer. Don't confuse your customer. Make sure that the messages that are being sent out are similar in uh, content and in uh, in um, uh, scope of, of view so that when they look at it, they know that it's you. Your branding is really, really important. And so if you have something great to offer for the holidays, whether it's events, whether you have an amazing sale, maybe you have something a VIP for your best clients. That's the other thing about a, a about an email is you can, you can, you know, have different lists for your best clients um, who get special offers. Mm-hmm. You can break things up. So make sure that you're using them so that they are um, best utilized for those clients. And then um, make sure that all of your uh, information from your website, from your social media, that they're all on all of your sites. So my website is going to be on my LinkedIn page, on my Facebook page, on my Instagram page. My um, All of those are going to be on my website so that people know where to find me. Mm-hmm. And if people know where to find you and they've already said that they're interested, they're going to follow you and they want to engage with you. So that's the other part of this. Make sure that you are engaging with the client with your customers your clients so that they know that you are that you're interested in them ask them questions find out from them what really makes them uh, want to to shop with you or wants to be a part of who you are and what you're doing and most of the time they're going to tell you so ask ask your customers what it is that they find most valuable and what they would like to have during the holiday season what makes them uh, you know, kind of excited. Um, when I had a boutique, we had a, a Christmas reading of the night before Christmas, and we brought families together, and it had nothing to do with my boutique. I, I didn't sell books. I didn't um, 
you know, ask them to do anything. I just said, you know what, as our client, we're going to have Santa come and he's going to read what twas the night before Christmas. You all can come in your pajamas. We're going to have hot chocolate and we're just going to have a good time in the center of the, uh, the store. Mm-hmm. And people were so excited about that. And we just got requests for that then every year. So you bring value to your customers, know what they want and, and uh, listen to them, ask questions. Well, that's a good thing too about when you're talking about Facebook marketing and everything. I mean, you go back 10 years ago even to what marketing was just 10 years ago. You couldn't have that instant uh, that instant information. Yeah. Now you can. People will tell you what they like and what they don't like 100% and they will voice it very, very hard on right. Facebook. And it's a great tool to have. It's an awesome tool to have. And so when, when you are able to listen to your customers, they know they know that you care about them and that really is the bottom line so when you're doing things don't think of selling i mean you you do have a goal you have a bottom line but think how can i engage with my customers so that they are interested in coming to me when they can have any choice of any store that maybe um i don't like to use the word competition but i'll I'll use it in this instance um why would somebody come to me what is it that I can offer that nobody else is offering? And by planning your information, by planning your strategy, by planning your marketing, you're going to be able to make the determination of what sets you apart from everybody else so that your customers and their friends and other people who will be interested want to come to you. Hmm. So with that, um, I want to talk about the Cyber Five. Okay, so... If, Sounds like a really fun action movie. <laughs> the Cyber Five. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> right? So do you know what the Cyber Five is? I do not. Okay. So this this has to do with mostly um, e-commerce. Okay. Mm. E-commerce is growing rapidly. And I hear from brick and mortar stores all the time, you know, that they find that their sales are dwindling because of all the e-commerce and people are buying online. Well, that does not have to happen. If you are a brick and mortar store, well, you know what? You really should also have an e-commerce store that falls in line with what you're doing. Um, That e-commerce store is going to allow you greater exposure than just your 10 mile radius. Most people will not drive more than 10 to 15 miles to get to a store to buy something unless it's just something super fabulous, right? Or super different. So if you wanna reach a larger audience, you need to have an online presence on e-commerce. And let me tell you why. So the uh, US Commerce Department has said that growth year to date in 2018, this was in 2018, was higher than the previous three years for e-commerce. And that growth is continuing. We don't have, of course, statistics for 2019 yet, but we will soon. 60% of consumers have said that they plan to spend more than half of their holiday shopping money online. Mm. More than half. 60%, more than half the population plans to spend their money online. If you're not online, you're missing out. 
This is a multi-billion dollar industry. Mm -hmm. Then consumers were more comfortable shopping online now than ever before. Even though we hear a lot about the the cyber scares and you know security, people are still very comfortable now shopping online. When I had my boutique back in tw- in 2006, it was still new. It was fresh. It was not something that everybody really felt comfortable doing, but we still had an online boutique and that online boutique went all the way through 2014 and was very successful. So we had that as well as our brick and mortar, but we knew that we had to be online if we wanted to be competitive and we wanted to be ahead of the curve. So right now you're not ahead of the curve if you're online, you're, you're actually part of the, part of the, you know, standard, but if you're not online, you are way behind the curve. Mm-hmm. So you really need to be considering a, a website. Well, now, it's, whether it's kind of, it's kind of funny too, though, cause there's some businesses you look at like, uh, not as it might be as prevalent here in Sumner County, but you look at Casper mattresses mm-hmm. and, and a lot of those mattress companies were buy online. Everything's buy online. Now they're kind of going back into brick and mortars where I think Casper just signed up with target mm-hmm. recently where they have, you know, you can go buy Casper, Casper products there. And cause it's, it, it there is a, twofold because there's if you're not online you're missing out on a ton but if you're not in stores you're also missing out on a ton of revenue as well absolutely and i think that if you can be in both places why not you should do it um and if you can be in you know a brick and mortar and you can be online you really need to do that because you're going to get so much more exposure and when your website is done right and your seo is done right and if you want to start selling nationally versus just your 10 mile radius guess what you're going to be able to start selling nationally, then maybe internationally, you know, depending on what your goals are. Um, But at least even in your 10 mile radius, you're going to reach many more people than you did who are already coming to your business. Mm. So it's, it's pretty phenomenal. What, what, one of my favorite things was when, you know, we had our boutique was when I would hear somebody in uh, go to a baby shower um, in a, a state that wasn't you know, where we were at. And they said, I went to a baby shower in Pennsylvania, for example. And um, I saw the Sage Nicole's bag. And I was so surprised because I didn't know anyone else knew about it. You know, so I thought it was really cool when people are like, you know, I'm in California, they're in Pennsylvania, and they're buying from my store for a baby shower, they probably could have gotten something Mm -hmm. someplace close by, but they chose to to shop with our boutique. Mm. So that's, that's, it's a lot of gratitude too. So the Cyber Five, let's talk about that. The Cyber Five are those five days between Thanksgiving and Cyber Monday. Mm. Those are crazy shopping days. And yes, Mm -hmm. electronics are sold. And yes, big TVs are sold. But also people are looking for those gift items they have the money they've been saving they they know they're going to shop during those five days so if you have a special offer maybe you have a two for two for you have you know buy one get one 50 off um, or you have something that's a great uh, lead item that you can start with and then somebody you know they pick up or you can bundle something then think about doing that so the uh, five-day period between thanksgiving and cyber monday it grew this is phenomenal 19%, 19% to $22.55 billion. Hmm. That was it within one year. The average that a growth for uh, e-commerce and, and brick and mortar sales is 6%. During that time, just those five days, it grew that much. It was 19%. It's crazy. It was more than more than doubled what the average was for uh, the entire e-commerce and, and uh and uh, 
brick and mortar. And then Wednesday before Thanksgiving now is becoming even more popular. It grew 40% from year to year. And I'm thinking, you know what? People need to get on the ball. We need to, we need to be capturing, uh, you know, you want to be a part of this excitement. And yes, you know, I'm one of those ones who's like, I don't want to go shop on Thanksgiving. I want to enjoy my family on Thanksgiving. Same. Right? (laughs) That's who I am. But you know what? There are millions of people out there who are saying, I want to shop. Mm-hmm. So if they're wanting to shop and they want to shop online and you don't have to open your brick and mortar because your brick and mortar, you want to be home with your family. Great. Guess what? They can shop online with you 24 mm. seven. Doesn't you don't have to open your door because you can get that shipped out the next day. You know, one one tip too. this is just from my side, obviously, and you can tell me if I'm wrong, but a good way to schedule we were talking about earlier scheduling like emails and things like that is to watch how these giant companies do it oh yeah watch how a walmart sends out their black friday announcements or watch how a target sends out because they do spend millions and millions of dollars on finding out when is the right time to send an email when is the right time to put a facebook post Absolutely. you can look at these same situations for all the cyber five is a great way to less learn for maybe next year yeah and just watch and be be apparent to what's going on and how they're doing it because it, it there is a reason behind it for when they're doing it that time and they're talking about that thing uh so that i just wanted to put that tip in there for this season too somebody could check out for their business maybe next year yeah absolutely and, and always learning and always always exploring and that's actually another great point you have to be looking at your analytics mm. you have to know when your customer is online when is your customer on facebook when are they uh, doing most of their buying if you don't know those numbers or you're not paying any attention to say your google analytics then you really need to start stop and start learning how to pay attention to that because those numbers will tell you what you need to adjust and how you need to adjust mm-hmm. because when your customers online you need to be online when you're they're on Facebook they you need to be on Facebook if they're not um, excited about an ad that you sent out then you readjust it and those are all learning it doesn't mean anything you know, negative about you. It's all positive because that's all information that you can feed from. And when you can feed from that information, learn and grow from it, you're just going to do better. Mm. So look at your analytics, look at your Facebook insights, your insights on Instagram. Um, And one of the things too, when you mentioned that, I was thinking, you know, Google Analytics and Google business listings, so many people don't take advantage of that. Your local Google business listing is free. If I'm a business, why am I not taking advantage of this? Mm. Because it is a hyper local opportunity for you to reach more people. And it's more like a blog now than it ever was before. It changed about a year ago. And what was exciting about that was that you can put information that is current information. You can put offers on your Google business listing. But you have to make sure that everything is also update. Is your your website correct? Is your address correct? Is your phone number correct? Because all of those also play into what's called search engine optimization or your SEO. Mm-hmm. And if any of that's not correct or it's it's conflicting with each other, well, Google looks at that negatively and it can affect your search rankings. So these are all those fine tuning that people need to do and need to pay, t- pay attention to. And as a business owner, guys, it's your responsibility. It's your job to make sure that you have all the information out there that your customer needs in order to be able to find you. Um, it's not up to anyone else. So make sure that you're out there. Well, and you know, and too, it's not, it's, it's, 
how much do you want to succeed as a business owner? How Absolutely. much do you want to put into it? Because some people do look at this thing like this as a chore and it really isn't. This is the, you know, this is the restaurant making sure they're cleaning up every night. You know, this is what that kind of stuff is. Yes. is you need to do the stuff on the back end. So the front end's all taken care of. You are, you, how old are you again? You're not a millennial, right? Uh, I'm tw- <laughs> 26. Right. So, so you are so spot on though, because being a business owner means that you're going to wear every single hat that mm-hmm. there is. Now, if you're, you're not willing to do that job or you just don't feel comfortable doing that job that's fine find somebody else who can do it and who will do it for you because you can't just let something slide you're, you're exactly right if I'm a restaurant owner and I just don't have the time to do this social media marketing or to do my marketing or to uh, send out these emails then I need to find somebody else who's going to be able to do this for me because I am missing out. Mm-hmm. And I will tell you right now, when we send out emails to clients, um, we will always have some kind of return on our investment, whether it's a new client signing up for a product, whether it's somebody who's signing up uh, for a service, maybe it's a consulting gig that we're gonna be doing. Um, there's all kinds of opportunities. There's always someone, at least, who's going to be doing who's going to be taking action on that email Mm -hmm. and even still even if somebody doesn't take action that's monetary right then and there we will always get feedback and it's wonderful because sometimes i do think oh gosh did anyone read this and all of a sudden i'll be talking to somebody and somebody will tell me i read this on your blog or i read this in your email and i think Thank God it is working, <laughs> you know, because you, you have to you have to know that you're not going to always have that immediate response when mm. you're doing some of these things, but you'll have them. And if you c- remain consistent and you remain out there and you provide value, you will return. You will in return receive value back. I promise you. And, you know, too, we're talking about holidays of uh, one secular. We already talked about restaurants, but mm-hmm. restaurants blow up on holidays and especially you know you talk about small business restaurants yeah this is the time to really put your name out there because people love people there's nothing more that people love when they go out shopping is to go out and eat while they're going out shopping oh my goodness it is a, a prime time for restaurants right now um people start making reservations now for mm-hmm. for your clients that people know that they need to start making reservations for you we have a client out in Belmead um that is a restaurant well-known restaurant and uh they get booked at the holiday season. Mm -hmm. So people are making their reservations now. If you have corporate space in your restaurant, what a prime opportunity for you to make sure that those corporate um, and business people know that you are open for business and they can rent out your space. Come on, that's no less than $1,500 right there that night alone for a group or you take about like a dine out for 20 or something like that absolutely one of those deals like it just come up with some creative thought of you know buy one get one or whatever it is just then then put it out there let people know because don't just make a deal it kills me when you when you oh yeah did you hear about our deal well we're no i didn't hear about it is it only here is it only on your little plastic (laughs) table on your card yeah that's the only place i can see it well no i need to hear about it so yeah and one of the things that that our client does brilliantly is they have a signature cocktail at Christmas time mm. they have a signature cocktail that you can only get there yep. and people love that because it's special it's something different and something new and they got to be there then what they do is they post they Take plaster photos, yep. their Facebook pages they plaster the Instagram they put everything out there so that people um, are seeing how much fun and how in 
Well, the, they it causes are. FOMO to everyone else it too. It causes and, FOMO. And there's no nothing. There's nothing more that people want than to not feel FOMO, but yep. to also cause FOMO to other people, especially on social media. Absolutely, and and you know, it's it. Social media is a great tool for that, and just letting people know, and and then include people. Make sure that you're taking pictures of your customers. Um, we have another client who's a, has a boutique, and what we told them to do is, you know what, you need to have a space specifically that's called a that's called a social media or a, a selfie chair mm-hmm. actually and it's done up super cute for christmas time and it says right above take your selfie here your, your holiday selfie here um and tag using the hash hashtag um the business name mm-hmm. and guess what people do it it's that easy it's that easy yep. instant promotion from other people third parties they're thinking about you they're talking about you and uh, you're all set but that has to be planned yeah you have to plan all of these things and now guys is the time to start doing it you have got to plan those things so with that i want to make sure that you guys remember you have the cyber five you need to be doing something during those cyber five online instagram uh most of you you're not going to be able to get a website up between now and and that time no, it's, it's, too, it's a little too late now. yeah it's a little too late don't try it because you don't want it to suck honestly yeah. if your website sucks and it looks really bad it's a reflection on your brand you want everything to to be branded absolutely perfectly for who you are and what it is that you want your message to be so next year Let's start planning at the beginning of January 1, right? Mm-hmm. Go on to our, uh, navarrocreativegroup.com, get that uh, calendar, start using that calendar to start planning your um, posts, and just plan. Be a planner. Be a planner, guys. Mm-hmm. All right? So with that, I want to wish everybody the best of luck. If you have any questions, again, make sure that you go on to winradio.com, pull down um, success by design and you can go on it will click you through to our website mm-hmm. where you're going to be able to ask questions and we will answer every question we really will if we don't have the answer because listen we don't know it all uh, we know a lot but we don't know it all um, but we have great resources and we have great friends and we will find out and with that being said I want to remind everyone to follow us on winradio.com Win Radio on Apple Podcast and SoundCloud and NavarroCreativeGroup.com. Thank you again for listening. Make sure that you are uh, sharing your information with us. Uh, contact us. Share our podcast with those people who you think that would be uh, interested and would gain some value from it. And uh, just let us know how things are going. We look forward to continuing on with you for many, many uh, months to come and years. And thank you so much for listening. Have a great day.